was the sense that Windsor was the worst place to live if you're a woman. I want us to change the narrative to say Windsor is the Essex is the best place if you're a woman to live, to start a business, to grow a business, uh, and to be a leader. Women are 67% less likely to self-promote than men empower women entrepreneurs. Women owned 34% of businesses in Windsor Essex. Women have to be part of that process. They need to be part of that plan. Women were underrepresented in every single area. We can ensure um, that we can continue to move the dial. Found that they had imposter syndrome. In terms of Rise Windsor Essex, increasing the number of women entrepreneurs. And that addresses the needs of women entrepreneurs at this time are designed to really celebrate women. Welcome to Made It Happen podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Hafling. Made It Happen is a podcast series highlighting young female founders who took a chance and launched their own business. I've officially teamed up with Rise Windsor Essex to bring you stories of Windsor Essex's very own female entrepreneurs. We're here to celebrate women in the area who have made it happen. So today I'm speaking with Ola, the owner and founder of a social enterprise, Kindness Cafe Windsor. Thank you for joining me here today. You're welcome, Sarah. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, of course. So can we maybe start off by having you tell us a little bit about yourself and your business? Sure. Um, So my name is Ola Ahmed. Um, I came to Canada to do my master's. So I joined the University of Windsor and I did a program called Medical Biotechnology. So the plan was just to get my master's and leave uh, back to uh, my home and like work with this degree. But what happened is I decided to live the lifestyle, the Canadian lifestyle. And um, I worked um, in uh, Starbucks as a barista. Um, And in my first night shift, um, I've seen my supervisor throwing the food. So I was, I, I, at that moment, I realized that, okay, I came here to a new country that everyone talks, talks about that they, they, they do better. So that's why we move into that country, right? So I, in, my, in the back of my head, I was like, they are not going to waste food. It's not like my home. It's, it's better. They know how to deal with that in a better way. But unfortunately, I realized that this problem exists in Canada and everywhere else. So um, what happened is that um, in, at the University of Windsor, we have uh, a lot of free programs that motivate the students to do um, their own businesses if they do have an idea. So I went and I started digging into those uh, privileges that we have as as students. And uh, at that center, I started telling them about my, not an idea, I didn't have an idea at that time, but I was just telling them that, okay, there is a food waste issue. And I did a little bit of research and I've seen the statistics. And I also saw that we don't have anything uh, to solve that problem. So that was the beginning. (laughs) 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, like you said, I think, yeah, it's a problem that, you know, happens everywhere and it's something that people are very aware of, but it's been hard to sort of find that solution. So it's really amazing the company that you came up with. Um, so do you mind just sharing sort of what your company is and how it works? Yes, of course. So Kindis Cafe is a um, local uh, pop-up restaurant um, that takes the donated surplus food from grocery, farm, uh, restaurant, anyone actually, even if from someone someone who, want, who just want to donate uh, uh, extra food that they have in their own kitchen. And we take it, we create meals out of those donations and we give them back to the community with the pay-as-you-feel concept. Wow. Yeah. No, it's amazing. And um, do you mind just sharing too what a social enterprise is for anyone who doesn't know? Yes. Kindness Cafe, till now, it's a social enterprise business. And social enterprise business is a cause-driven businesses, meaning that they must have an impact on in the community or and uh, the environment. Okay. And you had also mentioned that you decided to make it a pay-as-you-feel um, model for the food. Can you sort of just tell us what made you decide to make it that decision? Pay-as-you-feel mean, means that people can pay what they want, and if they don't want to pay anything, they just can take it for free. Like I'm giving the, the com our community the privilege of like deciding the value of the food that they are eating. Um, I decided to do this concept because for many reasons. First of all, I want to say that it's not a new invention. Uh, I've seen this concept before and I really liked it and I've seen that the community uh, at those country that has this uh, uh, um, concept and function um, very, very involved in it. Like they choose to go to a restaurant that function with the, uh, that operate with the pay as you feel concept more than uh, other other businesses, and um, that was one of the things that made me feel that I want to do this concept. The second thing is that I receive the food as a donation, so it's not really ethical for me to sell it. And uh, third concept is, I offer the food actually for free. But I use the pay-as-you-feel concept and instead of asking people for a donation, think of it. You wake up in the morning, you open your Facebook, your Instagram, anywhere you go, you will be asked for donations for many good causes. But we are tired of hearing donation, uh, go and donate for this cause and go and donate for this organization. I want it to be a little bit creative and let people to... Uh, uh, listen or to see uh, some new creative wordings that will eventually lead to donating your money to this great cause, but without actually asking you for donations. So the, those are my three reasons why I use the pay-as-you-feel concept and what, it, what it's mean. Yeah, absolutely. And that definitely makes sense. And um, I think, yeah, it's also, again, for it's great, like, so people can pay what it, what they can towards it. Um, and then with sort of the model of how the process works, getting the donations from the grocery stores and restaurants, um, how did you sort of get this started and, you know, find those restaurants and grocery stores that are willing to donate um, 
and did you have any sort of troubles with that process at all or were people sort of very you know giving to the cause um well when i started as i said i went to do to this uh, office that helps using to uh, navigate their, their ideas and like help them um helping helping the student into making those ideas into reality and actually make their own businesses so when i went there i had no clue what i want to do i was just an angry student that just realized that the food waste is a global issue not just uh, something i face in in my country um so what happened is i just threw ideas like one of my basic idea was is to throw fridges around downtown Windsor and anyone can just like put whatever they don't need uh, in that fridge and if someone needed they will just go and grab it and of course there's like a lot of challenges that comes with those fridges who's gonna supervise them what if someone stole them where's the outlets that you will put the electricity and connect them so Obviously, my ideas was immature. I was immature when it comes to uh, businesses and like handling uh, your own business. So I, I faced challenges with myself and my background of a medical student that know nothing about this huge word. That was my first challenge. But I broke that when I started doing my own basic research. Like I needed to know some statistics. I needed to know some numbers. What is going on around me? This is a new country. I want to know more about it, about the regulation and rules of like food handling. Um, and um, after that, I started building my network. I know no one here. So I started going actually to those restaurants and, and first ask them if they do have ways. And of course, of course, every time it was a yes. Except if it's a pizza restaurant that use only like cook it only for uh, for delivery specifically for like I, I want to make two pizzas so I'm gonna just make two pizzas and I don't have any leftovers but other restaurants of course they do a lot of uh, leftovers and when I ask them what do you do with that with those surplus always the answer was it's either they give it to the employees but most of the time was they throw it away so that was very shocking and very sad to me, knowing that um, the statistics is very high. And um, that was the beginning of my journey. And uh, that was a good, uh, I conducted a good research um, in Windsor to realize that this kind of a business is really needed. It's a demand now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, I definitely agree definitely a great point of you know the challenges you've overcome with your business but is there sort of one big successful moment that really stands out um since you've started um yeah well when when i did the business i didn't realize that it will be successful and i'm not saying that i i'm, I'm very successful i'm just like i'm i feel like i'm a it's a good uh, starting point but i feel that the community uh, accepted kindness cafe very fast and they loved the idea and they welcomed me and all like they want to support me with all ways and uh, 
the moment I've seen this, those reactions, it makes me feel uh, happy to see that we have a, a very kind community living with us. We just needed someone to come up with the idea and everyone was on board. Mm-hmm. Definitely. No, that's, that's definitely really great. And was there something, anything that you've learned throughout your journey of running your own business? Really, uh, I learned a lot. I learned, I discovered a lot of things about myself. And uh, I learned that everything is possible. If you want something, if you want to do something for yourself or for your community, if you have an idea and and you want to execute it, you can, but you just have to take it easy, breathe and uh, realize that everything will come when you take easy steps and small steps towards what you want. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's definitely really great piece of advice. Um, and then how, is there any ways sort of that you have been marketing your business and building that brand awareness in your community? Um, word of mouth. I talk about my business all the time. My friends talks about it. Everyone like who knows about Candice Cafe, they, they try their best to to spread the word and um, Instagram, Facebook, all the posts that I'm posting, when someone shares it in their own uh, Instagram account and their own stories, people get to know Kindness Cafe more. I also, one time I gave um, a lecture in St. Clair College and the students there attended it and it was great. One of, one of the professors uh, uh, at the University of Windsor, he actually took Candice Cafe and make it a case study for his students, where his students had to come up with solutions uh, for Candice Cafe, and they did this presentation, and it was it was a like a big deal for me because it's exposed a uh, Candice Cafe um, to uh, the university student to the student of the University of Windsor. Um, the pop-ups that I made every time we do a pop-up, of course, new people will um, know uh, more about Candice Cafe and they very much like it at the end of the event. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Um, and I mean, yeah, because it's definitely, I mean, I definitely love the messaging behind it and sort of how it all came to to be a business. And I think it solves, you know, definitely a very big problem that happens in every community. Um, So that's definitely amazing. And then were you able to sort of implement any of those solutions that the business class had created? Um, Well, we actually uh, saved around 300 pounds of food and we served more than, more than 300 people uh, just um, by doing, for events. So we do have an impact and we try to reveal that we're trying to build the website and we're trying to reveal that to the community. When they go to the website, they will be able to see those numbers because it's easy to see this impact translated into statistics because this is what we understand. Um, We can understand the numbers. So that's what I want to do to make it easy for people to see um, the impact of Candice kind of Cafe in, in our community. Mm-hmm, definitely. No, that's amazing. And then when you were starting your business, if you could, what's one thing you would tell yourself um, looking back now? 
Um, I will tell myself to um, just cleanse the, my cycle by by getting rid of the people who makes me feel down or giving me like a lot of negative energy or making like giving me doubts about Candice Cafe and uh, whether it's going to be successful or it's going to fail. I'm, I welcome any advice for sure, but there's a huge difference between an advice and someone who's just a, a negative person who just wants you to fail. So I, we have to recognize those people and like just get rid of them because it's definitely healthier and will, will make your life easier if you want to build something new in a, in a new country. And um, of course, I started doing that because Candice Cafe, but down the road, it's helped me uh, in my life in general that I always want to surround myself with um, people who inspire me, people who will make my life um, um, more positive or more inspiring instead of like letting me down. Definitely. No, that's definitely um, a great piece of advice. And, you know, like you said, sort of, yeah, keeping the positivity around. Um, and I mean, because I mean, your business is doing amazing and it's solving such a big problem. Um, so I think it's so inspiring what you've created there. And is there any future plans for your business that you'd like to share? Um, yes, as I said, we are trying to finish uh, the website. Um, we are trying to make it as transparent uh, as possible um, to the to our community, like what we do, what we accomplish, if even we'll show how many and the amount of money that we collected through donations. We don't mind doing that or sharing that with our community. Um, I think we are trying to shift the business from um, for profit into not for profit because one of our challenges is the finance in general and uh, making um, this step in towards changing the structure to not for, for profit will help us a lot especially uh, the moment we get our charitable status which is something that we want to do in the future um, yeah this is mainly uh, the the most important thing that we are focusing on uh, since COVID-19 is affecting uh, um, all the restaurants businesses uh, in Windsor and outside Windsor, of course. So we, we wanted to be smart enough to focus into uh, the legal issues and documents and paperwork, all, fin just finish all the paperwork until this, um, this, this virus goes away hopefully soon and we will get back to do our special events. Mm -hmm, definitely. Well, I'm very excited to, you know, see when those sort of resume and um, all the future plans for your business. I'm very excited to see where it goes. And would you like to share where they can find your business online? Yes, it's Kindest Cafe Windsor. That's for my Instagram and Facebook and also Twitter. And soon enough, we will share uh, the once the website is ready, we will share uh, the news on um, on all the social media's uh, platform that we have for Kindest Cafe. Perfect. And do you just have any sort of final thoughts you'd like to leave for the listeners? 
Um, well, I just want to thank you for your time and for this opportunity. And I love that you encourage all uh, women uh, entrepreneurs to come out and say what they are doing and their struggles so we can lift each other up and help each other grow. So I am all for this um, cause that you are, um, are doing. So I'm grateful to be one of those women that you chose to interview. And um, really, like, it's our time, girls. It's just, we can do this. Um, it's, Windsor is an amazing community to start something. Uh, when you believe in it, just do it. You can. If, if I can do it, then you can do it for sure. That's wow. it. Yeah, no, thank you very much. Um, I really appreciate that. And thank you for coming on and sharing your story. And I'm so impressed by the business that you've created and, you know, finding the solution to this big problem. So thank you so much. And um, best of luck with your company. And I'm excited to see what it has in the future. Thank you very much, Sarah. Thanks for listening to Made It Happen Podcast, the podcast highlighting female entrepreneurs. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, leave a review, and I'll see you next week.